All right, we're in, we're on, and this is Mr. Cold Man Power Organic Fitness bringing you his latest podcast, number eight. If you're new to the podcast, I'd like to welcome you all aboard. All right, and if you're a previous listener, welcome back. So as I said, this podcast is number eight, and it's all about the topic of sleep. All right, and a run through what's going to be coming up in this podcast is the foods that can stagger and prevent a deeper night's sleep as well as the foods that can aid in a better night's sleep. And I do personally love my food. And as well as this, we're going to be going to the topic of non-REM and REM sleep and what is it, and the different stages of it. After that then, we're going to be touching on the hunger hormones and how it's affected by sleep, the quality and the amount of it that you get. Right, after that then, we'll run through body temperature and why it's important in relation to the topic of sleep. And then we'll wrap it up with the take-home messages and tips and tricks. Get out your pens, get out your notepads, scribble them down, write them in your notes, in your phone, your iPhone, your smartphone in general, whatever you have in yourself. So these are the, the, the take-home messages there are the tips and things that I currently do myself and I tell individuals that will benefit and do benefit and have been proven to. I was previously a poor sleeper, but now after incorporating some of these, we call them strategies into my daily living, I now have a better night's sleep. I am more refreshed. We'll be talking about in this podcast. So the first thing we'll be going on to is the foods and why they're so important. And there are foods that hinder sleep as well as foods that aid in sleep. I will touch on first the foods that prevent a better night's sleep. The first of which is processed foods. And I'm a major believer in sticking to, firstly organic, but less uh, processed single ingredient foods. So processed foods, contain a numerous amount of ingredients such as packaged sauces highly high sugar content foods that increase your spike your insulin levels which then send your body into a fight or flight is the kind of technical term that's been thrown around but when you use single ingredient foods which i'm a major fan of instead of using these sauces from the jars tomato sauce is the one that's hugely blown out of proportions there's a amount of people that could simply just use tomatoes, use basil, mix them together in a pan, bish, bash, bosh, there's two ingredients. Instead of using these tomato sauces, if you turn around the label and you have a look at them and you say, I can't even pronounce some of them words. Never mind. Wonder what the body has to do with them before it can relax and send itself into a deeper night's sleep. So stick into single ingredient foods. All right, I, on my YouTube channel, that's Coleman Power Organic Fitness. You can check out videos that have simple, quick recipes with single ingredient foods that help what? Not only hitting your fitness goals, but aiding a better night's sleep and preventing those high sugary foods definitely closer away from, further away from the end or the tail end of the day. So going on to the foods that aid in a better night's sleep. All right, the first of which I regularly use, and if you haven't seen it on my Instagram, kiwis. Yes, 
classic, sweet, green, high in antioxidants. But as well as that, it aids in a deeper night's sleep due to the fact that it increases a chemical called melatonin. All right, melatonin is produced by the body naturally. However, the studies to show that two kiwis an hour before bed increases not only a deeper sleep, but a longer sleep as well. And why I love foods and that help in aid in sleep. Some people are taking these supplements for a varied amount of things, but when you can use foods to benefit yourself, you not only gain in its getting a deeper night's sleep in this instance, but you gain in other areas. It contains vitamin C, and vitamin C is not what? Only good for a high antioxidant, it's good for the skin, okay? And another thing about eating whole foods, these are whole foods, kiwis, it contains fiber. What does fiber do? It keeps you fuller for longer, so that you're less likely to be craving these sweet things, highly processed foods. So get on the kiwis and get on them this evening. If you don't have any, ring someone there quick, tell them, run down to the shop, bring them back home, I bust the kiwis, get on it. And another point that's just come straight in onto mind is the fact that kiwis are one of the dirty dozen. And the dirty dozen is one of the, the dirty dozen is a list of foods that are recommended to be eaten organically due to the fact that they're tested as a highly processed or highly chemically based produced fruits and vegetables. Each year it changes. However, kiwi is on the listing of 2019. And that's why I recommend it to be gotten organically, if possible. All right. The next food that helps and aids in sleep is a meat substance turkey because it contains tryptophan and tryptophan is also it's a, an amino acid found in turkey as well as that it's high protein and high protein foods before bed has been proven to increase a deeper night's sleep and this is why so for some examples that people around christmas after you have that big massive turkey dinner you feel so drowsy the head starts to nod down. This is due to the fact, one of the reasons that tryptophan is extremely high in Turkey and that's what's happening there to the body. So as well as that, other foods that are high in magnesium because magnesium, what does magnesium do? It relaxes the muscles, yes? And the recommended daily amount of magnesium recommended is 310 to 420, okay? And what are the foods that are high in magnesium that can be easily consumed, right? Pumpkin seeds, just 28 grams. That's a handful, because some people some people often throw these figures like, oh yeah, 28 grams. What is 28 grams? 28 grams is a handful, right? Just a rough guide, grab a handful of pumpkin seeds, sprinkle them on any meal, breakfast, lunch, dinners. Not only magnesium, but a healthy fat also. So pumpkin seeds are majorly high in magnesium, aiding in a better night's sleep, relaxing the muscles so that you get a deeper sleep. All right, spinach, another one. 100 grams of spinach contains 87 milligrams. But I didn't even tell you how much magnesium is in the pumpkin seeds. It's 147 
175, god damn it. Can't even read my own notes. <laughs> 175 milligrams. And the daily recommended amount is 310 to 420. Then another one, another food. Beans, a legume, a classic, single ingredient food that I highly recommend you to cook from dried farm. Easily gotten any of your health food stores, any of your local large establishments. Get them dried, steep them eight hours, put them in a pot, add some water, add some vegetable stock, and you got a classic high magnesium food. Straight, straight up. Tuna, also classic one. Quinoa, all these are also high in pumpkin seeds. Tuna, quinoa, not only high in magnesium, but they're high in protein sources as well. See, sleep, as well as this, it improves your brain's ability to retain more information when you get into a deeper night's sleep. So having these foods, such as the kiwi, such as the turkey, magnesium high foods, all aid in a deeper night's sleep. Now we talked on the foods that aid in a night, better night's sleep. We're gonna talk about the liquids, the coffees. Yes, we have them in the morning, 11s, lunchtimes, and sometimes even just to wrap up the day, we'll have a coffee too. But just a fact, the coffee stays in the body and can stay in the body up to 10 hours. And it's a stimulant that prevents you going into a deeper sleep. And that's not what you want, because you need yourself getting into a deeper sleep that we'll be getting on and touching on when we start on talking about the different stages of sleep. <sighs> hey, it's starting to nod off here. No, it's not, because in front of me, actually, I have a green tea that's not only lower in caffeine than coffee, it's also high in antioxidants. And if you haven't listened to the podcast, that's number six, I'm sure of it, in relation to the topic of all things antioxidants, I highly recommend you to go listen to that one. So getting back to coffee, it stays in the system up to 10 hours and it's a stimulant. All right, so tips and tricks around that one. You could drink decaf and coffee and or going back to the coffee itself, not drinking it after one o'clock. So you get into your deeper night's sleep and the stimulus is after passing through the body. So as I said, decaf coffee, you could drink some of that instead of your coffee, replace it. All right, a green tea, less caffeine again. And then there's a myth, there's another one, a liquid-based item that some people think that aids in a better night's sleep. It's alcohol. Yeah, we'll have the nightcap, we'll just have the one, the glass of wine, red, white, whatever you're having yourself. The fact that this is a myth, it is a myth, that's it. Alcohol, it litters your sleep and it puts your body into a sedative state. It's so you actually prevents you from getting into the deeper sleep, the REM sleep, the one that's in the recovery state. So people that then consume alcohol and think that they might be getting a better night's sleep, they're not. And when I say littered, I mean that you, you fall asleep, you might fall asleep, but you wake up throughout the night at different stages. You, sometimes you might even re remember it, depending on how much alcohol you had. So for a better night's sleep, it's remove it completely, obviously, but that's completely up to you. So now we're moving on to 
REM sleep and non-REM sleep. What does even REM, REM, R-E-M stand for? It stands for rapid eye movement. And in this non-REM and REM sleep, there's four different stages. All right, in relation to the different stages, it's the lightest stage is first, obviously, and being the first stage. Then in this stage, there's muscle twitching goes on. Have you ever been in a room or seen a child sleeping and you look at him and he's twitching away? That's just a, a significant sign that he's in the early stages of sleep and he's only just after going to sleep. Then you move on to the second stage. It's a light stage as, all, as well. And this typically ranges in your REM sleep 10 to 25 minutes. And that's why it's recommended naps to stay in that range because after that in the third stage it's a deeper sleep and if you do wake up in the third stage as I said it's a deeper sleep you can wake up groggy and then unreplenished or restored after it after your nap and the final stage is the fourth stage and this is the deepest of the stage stages of the four stages of the REM and non-REM sleep this is the body's replenishing stage all right and it, in this stage memory retention occurs as i said earlier it, it's deep sleep it improves your brain's ability to retain more information so how many of us have heard oh i'll do an all night or i'll stay up all night and try to cram in as much information that's actually counterintuitive it's been found in many studies that people who do that actually don't do as well as people who had a good restful sleep all right and that to total cycle the rem and the non-rem all the four cycles together is and is what is a total of 90 minutes so these REM cycles are a total of 90 minutes all right and it's recommended to get between seven and nine hours of sleep and for those of you that think that they can last on four or five hours of sleep and try catch up then at the weekend it's been proven as well as that that you can't pay back it's not like a bank that you can loan take a loan out and be in a debt sleep debt throughout the week and then to pay it all back at the weekend you can never restore the total amount of REM sleep missed out in the deeper sleep if you try to do that throughout the weekend so it's best to stick to your solid seven to nine hours of sleep throughout the week so now we're going to move on to the hunger hormones the two hunger hormones that are leptin and ghrelin all right and these are majorly affected dependent on your sleep. How I remember this one is ghrelin, and this is the hunger hormone, and then leptin is the satiating hormone. So ghrelin, think of ghrelin, how I remember it is G-R for hunger, ghrelin. Ghrelin is the hunger hormone, okay? So people who don't get a good night's sleep or get the recommended seven to nine hours sleep, their hunger hormones the ghrelin hormone is increased. How many of us have got a poor night's sleep and the next day we're craving foods and we even give it, we're less, we're more likely to give in to highly processed foods and therefore not stay on track on our fitness goals and as well as that, we'll not be able to concentrate on our daily tasks. But that's the classic one. So getting a good night's sleep is not only really benefit you in relation to concentrating on your daily tasks, but it affects your hormones, your chemicals produced in your bodies. So for a healthy version of you, 
focus and make priority of your sleep. And the next thing we're touching on is body temperature. Right? In relation to your own body's temperature, for sleep to be induced, the body must reduce its core temperature by 1%. All right? The body naturally does this when melatonin is increased. And as well as that, there's the idea of there's veins located on your hands, on your feet, and on your face. And there are these veins located in your hands, your feet, and your face are located close to the outer surface of the body and the skin. And then from that then, heat is radiated from the core out to the elements such as the room temperature. So it's not just a coincidence that people wash their face to cool themselves down. It's actually proven that these cooling these areas down will aid in a better night's sleep due to the fact that you need to reduce your core temperature by 1%. All right? And the recommended temperature, which seems quite low in the, of the room, is 18 degrees, all right, to induce that core temperature to be reduced by 1%. But as well as that, people are going to say, oh, I'm absolutely freezing. My feet are freezing. This is just a rough guide. All right, it's a bit like that 2,500 calories. That's, that's the target for everyone. It varies from portion to portion, and there's no exact figure. Everyone's te body temperature is slightly different, depending on your activity level, depending on the food you consumed, and as well as that, what you've done throughout that day. Right. And now we'll go on to the take-home tips for sleep <clears throat> the first of which is to go to bed at a regular time no matter what time of the day the year spring summer autumn or winter or midweek or weekends you see the body if you're going to sleep at 10 o'clock typically and you're getting up at six from monday to friday the body's only getting used to that and then by the weekend you're trying to change the body's whole system that you've been getting it just getting it used to you say oh yeah and we're going to bed at 10 o'clock all the week and the body's like, yeah no problem going to sleep now it's starting to reduce melatonin it's starting to get tired no hold on yeah we're staying up till 12 half 12 might one o'clock and that's then it's going to struggle the body's going to struggle when you try to put yourself back asleep then at 10 o'clock trying to get up at six on a monday morning again so it's key to have regular sleeping times which I do try to incorporate myself, which really has improved my sleeping quality as I have done this. Right? Sleeping hack tip number two. Keep it dark. Melatonin is increased or start to produce as naturally when the lights are dimmed down. Okay? So then increasing or even turning off some of the lights in the house. Dimming them down if you have dimmers. All right, and preventing the use of too much screens. And as well as that, I do currently use blue blocking light glasses that prevent strong blue lights, or sorry, lights from the phones and screens that we often look at throughout the night or coming close to the end of the day. It's recommended to reduce that, turn down the lights, and reduce screen time if at all possible. All right. 
The next one is we'll go recapping on. We need to cool down. We need to reduce the core temperature by 1%. And the heat then is radiated from the three main areas that I mentioned. Your hands, your feet, and your face. All right? Reducing it by 1%. 1%? 1 degree, that is, to aid in a better night's sleep. Take home tip number four. Sleeping at a regular place for a deeper night's sleep. The science behind that, you see, because if you're sleeping in an irregular place, irregular bed, or even on a holiday destination, one side of the brain isn't able to fully switch off and doesn't lead you to a fully rested sleep. How many of us have went on a holiday and come home and you said, oh my God, it was a great holiday, but I'm absolutely wrecked. This is due to the fact that the body can't fully relax in unfamiliar areas. So it's, it's recommended to sleep in regular places or even regular sides of the bed even. That is tip number four. All right, and then the final and the fifth tip for, and the take home tip is reducing and minimizing caffeine in your system. So as we said earlier, it can stay in the system up to 10 hours. So we either reduce, minimize, or replace those high caffeine drinks as well as coffee that you consume throughout the day. So these, this is the podcast on sleep. Just before I finish up, I'd like to say, just ask yourself, could your sleep be better? Could you incorporate some, any, all of the take-home tips that have been in this podcast. But not only, just remember that it not only affects you, but it affects your hormones that are produced in your body as well. I just like to say, wrap up by saying, thanks very much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. And if you're a new listener, I'd like to say, thanks very much for listening to the podcast. And if you haven't left a review, you guys, I'd highly recommend it. You can find, or you can leave a review on iTunes, which I highly recommend you to do. I would really appreciate it. Helps me getting up to the top of the pops, as they say. And from that then, I say good night, sweet dreams, stay classy, stay tuned, and keep it organic.